arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. This is Kristen Chesick. I'm the executive director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And thanks for joining us this morning. We've got our first segment this morning, This Day in History. It's December 17th. And so in 1843, Henry Cole, the founder of the London's V&A Museum, commissions the printing of the first Christmas card. Now, I am not sure. I, I thought Christmas cards existed before 1843, but... This says it was the first Christmas card, so there you go. 1856, on December 17th, Franz Schubert's Symphony No. 8, which is the Unfinished Symphony, premieres in Vienna with Johann von Herbeck conducting. In 1902, Frank Wedekind's play Der Ehrgeist premieres in Berlin. And then 18, or 1949, Tennessee Williams stage drama Streetcar Named Desire uh, starring Jessica Tandy, Marlon Brando, and Kim Hunter. It was directed by Elia Kazin. It closes at the um, Ethel Barrymore Theater, and it ran 855 performances. It won a Tony Award and a Pulitzer Prize. This um, Streetcar Named Desire was first performed on Broadway on December 3rd in 1947. The play dramatizes the experiences of Blanche Dubois, a former Southern belle who, after encountering a series of personal losses, leaves her once um, uh, prosperous situation to move into a shabby apartment in New Orleans, rented by her younger sister and her brother-in-law. And this is a very popular work. It is one of the most critically acclaimed plays of the 20th century, and it still ranks among Tennessee Williams' most performed plays, and it's inspired many adaptations. And as uh, on a local note, um, uh, one of the actors who who uh, was in the original production, uh, Rudy Bond, he played Steve Hubble. It's a, a lesser character, but not a lesser man because he was quite the actor. Um, Alma Bond, who was actually her uh, maiden name was Alma Halpert. She actually um, interned at the Kalamazoo Civic Theater way back when. Um, and so uh, she was married to Rudy, and she actually came back a few years ago, so somewhere around, um, I think it was 2004, 2005. She visited the Kalamazoo Civic Theater. So that is Kalamazoo's connection to the original Broadway performance of A Streetcar Named Desire. Also on this day, December 17th, 1957, the last episode of the Nat King Cole show airs on NBC and was canceled. In 1964, Goldfinger, the third James Bond film starring Sean Connery, premieres in London. In 1965, on this day, the first concert event at the Houston Astrodome, and it was Judy Garland headlining with the Supremes as an opening act. Also in 1965, the largest newspaper ever printed happened. It was 50 cents, it was the Sunday New York Times, and it was 946 pages long. On December 17th in 1971, Diamonds Are Forever, the seventh James Bond film starring Sean Connery, also uh, starring Jill St. John, was released, but it was released in West Germany. In 1977, Elvis Costello and the Attractions 
had their first U.S. TV appearance on Saturday Night Live. In 1983, Peggy Lee's one-woman show Peg closes at the Lundfontein Theater in New York City after five performances, so that's why we have no idea what that's about. And then in 1989, The Simpsons, uh, created by Matt Greening, premieres on Fox TV as a fully animated series with the episode Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. In 2003, The Return of the King, third Lord of the Rings film, is released. It makes $72 million on its opening weekend, and it was the second film to gross over a billion dollars worldwide. And then on December 17th, today in, 19, uh, in 2017, Star Wars The Last Jedi uh, takes on more than $450 million worldwide in its opening weekend. The second largest opening in North America. And that's what happened on this day in history. If you're still looking for things to do to get into the holiday spirit around town, we've got still some things to happen. Uh, You can go tonight at 8 p.m. and see National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation at the State Theater, which actually sounds like a lot of fun. On Monday at 7.30, you can go to Miller Auditorium and see Million Dollar Quartet Christmas So if you don't know about Million Dollar Quartet, this is Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, and Elvis Presley characters are coming together to celebrate the most wonderful time of year. That's at 7.30 on Monday. And then we also still have Meet Me in St. Louis happening. Uh, This weekend is the last weekend for that at the Kalamazoo Civic Theater. The last performance is Sunday. And on Tuesday and Wednesday, December 20th and 21st at 7.30, there is Cirque Dreams Holidays at Miller Auditorium. So Cirque Dreams Holidays lights up the stage with a brilliant and whimsical family holiday spectacular. So all of these things you can do to get into the holiday spirit, and we hope you do. Uh, when I return after the break, we will be talking with Janet Gover, uh, an area uh, right now she's working at the Encore magazine, um, but she is an area advertiser and also has worked very extensively in the marketing scene in the arts. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And welcome back. Welcome back to Creative Cafe. I have with me in studio a friend of mine. We've been working together uh, various projects forever, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, or close to forever. Maybe not forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So good morning, Janet Gover. Good morning, Kristen. 
And this is Creative Cafe, so I'm wondering, what is your favorite morning beverage? Well, duh, I'm a person that's involved in the arts. It's got to be coffee. Coffee, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, we've, we've had other answers on this show, but coffee really? is definitely one of them. <laughs> so do you go for the uh, flavored coffee or just straight up? We like the flavored coffee with a dash of cream and one sugar. Okay, all right. So a little, little uh, excitement there. <laughs> good, good. Little, little uh, sugar as well with the caffeine. That's always good. Well, um, I asked you to come on this morning because you've had a long career in advertising. Yes. And I know everybody out there is like, this is Creative Cafe. This is about the arts. What are you doing, Kristen? We're not supposed to talk about advertising, but you and I are going to change their minds today. Uh, you've been advertising through, uh, had a long career in advertising through the Kalamazoo Gazette. And then I know you had a short stint as the marketing director for the direct, uh, for the YWCA. YMCA. YMCA. Well, Kristen, get your facts right. <laughs> And you also worked at the Kalamazoo Civic Theater as the marketing director there. But you're now back on the advertising side with Encore Publications. Correct. So today I'd like to take a little bit of time to talk a little bit about that relationship between advertising and the arts. Perfect. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, so I have a unique perspective because I've been on both sides because I've sold advertising to arts organizations and I've been marketing director of an arts organization and bought advertising for the arts organization. So it's kind of a unique situation and I do understand it pretty well. And what I've come to understand, uh, and this is not only for arts organizations, but pretty much any organization, when it comes to marketing, there's two things. There's uh, publicity mm -hmm. and advertising. And I look at publicity as things that are free. And okay. advertising is something that an organization pays for. Mm -hmm. So publicity, yes, you want all of it. You can. Word of mouth publicity, word on the street, somebody going out and talking on the radio for something or a TV interview or whatever, um, an article in a publication. I say that's publicity. Okay. But purchasing an ad on the radio, on TV, in a print publication or on the web I think that's advertising. So it's different with different goals in mind. Sure, sure. And so with advertising, um, there's two sides to that. There's uh, businesses that want to advertise with arts organizations, right? So mm -hmm. they, they buy space in a program or space on a website. But then there's um, advertising that maybe the arts organization does. Correct. And so can you talk a little bit about that? what that relationship is, how that relationship is built, let's say, when a business advertises with an arts organization? Sure. Um, for example, when I was selling the program for the Civic, there had been relationships established over many years with different businesses in town that liked to connect themselves to the mm -hmm. Civic. It's that recognition of community involvement, that this is an organization that we want to be associated with. Um, and then when pursuing new advertising, you kind of have to keep that in mind, too. Is this uh, company or organization the right fit? Mm -hmm. There are businesses that you know, you may not want in your program. You walk that kind of fine line. Is this really what they want? So you have to kind of think those things mm -hmm. through. But I love that so many businesses in this community have associated themselves with many different arts organizations and continue to support them mm -hmm. through program advertising, even though programs have changed since COVID. Um, right. Because now some, some of them are now digital, some of them are printing the big programs, but they still want to be supportive. Sure, sure. And then so on the flip side, 
uh, an arts organization looking to advertise themselves, which is different than promotions because mm-hmm. it's a little bit different message. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like? Um, that I say with an advertising for an arts organization is something where you're looking for more of a direct response. You're putting an ad out there with the intent of selling tickets, mm-hmm. uh, getting people in seats, uh, selling seasons tickets or subscriptions. So it's really done uh, focused on the audience that any particular media has and does that fit with your mm-hmm. prime consumer of your art. Right. So um, that's where I would go with that. And timeliness is, of course, uh, key. Um, there's different times of year where different things are sold, when different uh, shows are marketed. Sure. Um, you probably want for a show that might be opening or an event that's happening in March, you probably won't see advertising for it till February because people are so last minute and reactionary mm-hmm. that you don't place that advertising until it's time for them really to make a decision to purchase. Sure, so. sure. Right. And I know you and I have talked uh, about um arts organizations and their budgets and and the challenges of making sure that those budgets balance and and oftentimes marketing is the first thing that gets cut yes it is right and that's why i'll just segue into this with encore we yeah. we we were lucky enough to work with the arts council um to help us increase our pages um over the past year to cover the arts and the information that's out there. Um, As arts organizations came out of the pandemic, yes, budgets were slashed. They didn't have the money to promote the few events that had coming out. But as we see people reemerging, that's that's starting to come back. But I think every group in the community still needs help. And that's been a great help. And we get feedback on that all the time, saying this is where I go now to find information on what's happening in town right right so So, uh so for the encore magazine itself there's advertising throughout the the magazine Mm -hmm. and you do the sales for that Mm -hmm. but then that special section in the center in terms of um the arts Mm -hmm. focusing on the arts um that's actually available for sponsorship and that's not something that we've talked about yet because that's a different concept it is we're we are currently looking for a sponsor in the community to help us underwrite the costs Mm -hmm. of continuing uh to be able to create and publish those pages every month because unfortunately things aren't free our printing costs have gone up our distribution costs have come up and we don't want to stop it we're really looking for an for an organization or business who would partner with us to help us continue that Right, right. Yeah, I actually, I looked it up the other day because I was interested in, um, we always talk about how expensive groceries are and and um, gas going through the roof at mm-hmm. one point. And so on a personal level, kind of trying to have to make those decisions about what to buy, what not to buy. Um, but uh, in 2016, so uh, there, a dollar was a dollar. 2022, you can buy the same stuff, but it's not going to cost you a dollar twenty-five. And that's about right, because we've heard, well, I've heard from our publisher that our paper costs have Mm -hmm. gone up significantly over the past year. And, you know, you don't want to pass that along to advertisers. You know, when I worked at the the Gazette, there was a rate increase every year. But we're really trying to help people be able to still afford to advertise. Right, right. And that sponsorship, 
allows um, the sponsor to be able to um, support the arts, to connect with community, and actually to get their name out there in an advertising sense as well. Absolutely, because they will be named as the sponsor for this content, both, mm -hmm. you know, in print and online, and that recognition is always valuable in this in this community, I think, especially. Sure, sure. And I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, do you know what your uh, distribution is? Is it uh, how many magazines do you guys print every month? Yeah, it's around 5,500. Okay. And and then um, also we've got there our website, which is continuing mm -hmm. to grow on a monthly basis as far as the number of visitors to that content, which, you know, everybody's website is growing. That's the focus. Sure, so. sure. Well, I, I definitely, the, the Arts Council definitely will continue to support that uh, Encore Magazine arts section in the middle. It's so important to be able to have a place where people can go and read a little more in-depthly. Mm -hmm. Right for something, so I know that you guys are working on bringing back um, reviews, yes, which are very important not only to the artists who want to, to to have a critical critique of their work, but also when people are trying to make decisions about going to see a show. Yes, and the few reviews that we were able to do last year mm -hmm. got a lot of traction. We can't publish those in the magazine due to time constraints, but right. they're put on the web, and then we, yeah. you know, publish them on social media and e-blasts that they're there. And the amount of page views that those got was right. really significant. Oh, so, good. And I would say, too, to the arts organizations that um, we need your help in knowing what's going on. Yep. We go through websites and to, to to, uh, glean the information as far as mm -hmm. what's going on but a press release or a shout out or something is always appreciated so that we are sure not to miss anything right right the return of the press release <laughs> no it's almost or a an email art, right? just shoot us an email yeah, there you go there you go so if someone wants to contact you to align themselves with the arts in Kalamazoo through a sponsorship for that middle section where where how do, how do we get a hold of you that's easy you can call me at encore the number is 488-3142 or my email address is really easy it's janet at encorekalamazoo.com okay all right well i've been speaking with and you know what we've known each other so long and i don't even know if i ever pronounce your last name correctly it's janet gover 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 it's gover it's gover you know all that. right <laughs> I thought I did, and then every once in a while I hear it, and somebody's like, no, it's Gover, and I was like, oh. Trust me, I've, I've heard all wrong. variations. It okay. won't surprise me. All right. Well, I've been speaking with Janet Gover, um, now of Encore Magazine. Correct. And, and, and we didn't even get the chance to talk about your artwork and being an actress, so we'll do that another time. Another time. Okay. All right. Thanks for being on today. Thank you, Kristen. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us. But we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win. Now you know.